was all a dream. I used to read Wizard magazine. Marvel versus DC. I don't want to fight no more, y'all. Check this out right here. Uh. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Pittsburgh Comic Podcast number 557. Man, time to Um... It's the hangover from hockey. That is. That's true. That's, uh, I was up past my bedtime watching them carry the cup. Um, but it was funny. Uh, we were talking about the Stanley Cup, and my wife didn't understand the significance of the uh, all the stuff. And she's, when they brought out the Conn Smythe Trophy, uh, she was like, what's that? And that was kind of funny. <laughs> she was ready for the cup. You know, they'd shown the guy polishing it yeah. and everything. Then all of a sudden he carries out the Conn Smythe. So. But uh, I am Colin McMahon, owner of Pittsburgh Comics. Joining me tonight are Dave, Spencer, Pat, Mike. That's a full house. Marley's asleep on the sofa. Yeah. Rex is probably in front of the counter. So full house. Um, new stuff. We lost a big one. Probably the last oh, of the yeah. big ones. Um, you know, the big '60s big big artist. Yeah, he's he's icon. He's legend. Yeah. Yeah. But um, John Romita passed away last night. Um, senior. Senior. Yeah. Uh, 93. So that, that's that's a heck of a run. Um, I was just reading how he retired in like 2015. So Jeez. only eight years ago. Um, in fe- or no, maybe it was... No, it might have been longer than that. He was still that. doing commissions. Yeah, it might have been longer than that, but he, he felt forced out when they were... Because uh, they were having him fire people and he just didn't like that. So, but yeah, just an amazing artist, you know, from his, he did romance comics at DC and then uh, Marvel doing everything at Marvel. Uh, most notably the Spider-Man run he took over after Ditko, um, but just did, yeah, tons and tons It's quite ironic, this reprint of Amazing Spider-Man yeah, came, came out, out today. Yeah, What's even weirder... The Apparently day... you can plan these things. No! Yeah. What's even weirder is Luke and I were I talking know, about Romita Sr. yesterday. Sorry. And I'm downstairs working, and I hear, burr, 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 burr. and it's Luke. She goes, he said, oh my God, I can't talk about people anymore. <laughs> I'm like, you killed him. Don't let him talk about Kirby. I think he knows he's dead. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, and we're doing John Romita Jr., you know. You should put a senior up there. Yeah, well, no, I don't think we have that much stuff. Put it out anyway. You know, but um, yeah, just the last of the, you know, the big 60s guys. Yeah. Um, yeah, just amazingly prolific. And it's just fun reading the stories. Um, just, you know, the people's interactions. When Dan Slott had an amazing story where he was just an intern and he came to a concert or a, a convention and brought his portfolio. And Ramita's looking at him like, Don't I know you? And uh, Slot was, No, you, you don't know me. And he's like, You're Danny the intern. It's like, why are you bringing this to me here? You can bring it to me at the at the office any day, and just and then after that, anytime they you know he saw him in the office, Ramita would wave to him and talk to him, and it's just no awesome. Nobody is that bad thing? No, no, I haven't seen a single bad thing. Yeah, when Burn goes, it might be a little different. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it, no, it, who it, might be cheering? <laughs> oh, um. Stan Saverin passed away too, sports yeah. sports guy. But this this is what I'm like. I had this thought, but it wasn't Ramita, but it was Saverin. 
all these glowing things, and I'm like, I haven't seen one negative yeah, thing, and yeah. that's just amazing to yeah. pass and just have glowing yeah. people he saying glowing what, stuff about someone six, especially someone in sports media. Yeah, and he's in Pittsburgh his entire career. Yeah, yeah, but just you know, um, that that kind of legacy you can't buy. You can't, yeah. you know, you just that that's earned. There were national people tweeting things out. Yeah. And I, I loved all the stuff. The you know, love the show. You know, even I oh, think Mario, Mario tweeted did. out. Oh yeah, yeah. love the show. Stan. Somebody put that on his chair at yeah. work. I love the show. And yeah. like DV did every. Oh, yeah. everybody from DV because he was yeah. part of the DV morning show yeah. for a long time, yeah. and so many people were like sending in tributes and stuff like that. It was really nice. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, but Ramita, same thing. Everybody just saying the nice. He had diabetes issues, I think, towards the end. Spencer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, his gulp, his giant gulp. Recently, that's the medium gulp. Just mm-hmm. so you, there's a size bigger than that. Okay. Oh, oh, well then. You're that's fine. a medium. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I don't remember any other news. News. Um, Mike. Twitter yeah. started trending the other day with comics broke me because of the death of ian mcginty who yes. had done some work on like some adventure time and and he was 38 yeah and i guess sudden health issues or something but because he was paid so little he didn't have insurance i guess correct and um, his mother said some things like he was literally like felt like he was working himself to death and then it just snowballed where everybody started piping in their stories and how they're not making money and how the big people are not paying people, how they're lying to people, deceiving people, and things like that. And for me, I'm like, oh, it's 2023. They have to be getting paid better. No, they're still screwing the talent. Okay, but I'd also argue that this is not a secret. This is something that has been known for years. And if you don't protect yourself, you have to own some of that too. But unfortunately, young people getting into the business don't know better. No, I get that. And you're more concerned with, this is my dream job, I'm just going to take it and do whatever. And that's, the but, big The big guys are taking advantage of that. Yeah, I, I get that, but it, that's just it. If you want to work at Marvel, and well, you want to draw Spider-Man, or you want to write Well, it's, Batman, it's also in my industry. Well, it's anything creative. Yeah. Anything, anything yeah. creative. Absolutely. Like in my industry, people come up to me. He's like, "Hey, you design a logo," and I go, "I'll tell you my price," and they'll be like, "I'll give you a hundred dollars." I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" I go, "We're starting at fifteen hundred dollars just to enter the ballpark," and they're just dumbfounded. And I'm like, "You don't like that? Go somewhere else or get someone else." Well, now you can get AI to do your logo and do yeah. whatever. But it's the same with with writing. It's the same. Put fingers in your logo. Oh, everything, and it's just. You're not paying the talent. And this is why the writers are on strike. You're not paying the talent. And honestly, I really thought things would have changed over the years, but clearly they have not. And just reading some of these people's stories, hands going numb, arms going numb, working three days straight, et cetera, et cetera. And it's just... But that's just even like I follow Capullo on, you know, and he's not like... I don't know if he's done anything with that, but just in just random tweets, he's like, "Oh, I just got done with like a sixteen-hour day on the board, like you know, like." And for what? Yeah. Not the page rate is not high at all. 
So yeah, and some people like I know I'm sure Bleeding Cool collected a bunch, and I know the Beat collected a Bleeding bunch. Bleeding Cool did two day, two yeah. two days worth of it. So. Yeah, I just I don't know the answer. The problem is it's a uh, inexpensive. Disp- the the answer is to sell more, but the publishers I don't want to say that they don't want to sell more, but I don't know that they're doing all they can to sell more. Um, one of the ones was you know it broke down where the money went. And it's like, you know, talking about all the production costs and things like that. And then one of the lines was promotion and advertising. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Where did you see any promotion yeah. and advertising that they can, you know, ascribe a dollar amount to? Because they well, don't do it. Well, it also reflects any. on the current state of the industry. Well, books are not hopping off the shelves, so no. to speak. No. Because you've noticed everybody's doing their own little thing, they're doing their own little side gigs and things like that. Well, What's the substack? Well, yeah, to, people... si- side note on that, um, we had the FOC issue two of a Tinian substack, one through Dark Horse. I forget the name. It's the Oddly something. And he's like the co-writer. So we have no idea how to order this. And now we're having to order second prints of one and issue two before number one shipped. And we're like, this is a substack book. This is done. Why are you rushing this out, giving us no time to even have an idea of how we're ordering and you know and because we can't take a chance on this because it's a Substack book so a portion of his fans already read it right the on a Substack really wanted have already gotten it. so we're just carrying it's just going to be another book on the shelf for us and you're trying to get us to rush order it it's like okay guess what you thought stores were conservative before we're ridiculously conservative right now because we have DC doing night terrors, which we know is going to cut into our income. And Marvel seems to have no plan. There's no summer event. There's really nothing going on at Marvel. You know, okay, we're getting a new Hulk number one. Okay, we're getting a new Thor number one. Okay. We have a new Avengers number one just came out. Yeah, that's, that's, that, that's ju- right, that leapt off it. the shelves. Um, but that's better than when they were doing like five, six events a year. And it is, but but it would be nice to have some summer thing. And the only summer thing they're doing is this Scarlet Witch event that they're running through annuals trying to tie in Avengers and X-Men to bump their numbers. And it's like, just confusing. And we're ordering Confused, which doesn't really get no, big numbers from you. us. Um, yeah, if you can't figure it out, the answer is zero. Yeah. There's no risk. Yeah. Well, because this is Jim Hanley out in uh, New York City. But he had a saying was nobody ever went broke selling out. So, you know, I I might make less, but I'm not sitting heavy. Right. You know. um, Right. Because, like, if you look over there on the bottom. That's money on the shelf. Yeah. Like, if you look over there in the middle of the bottom shelf, there's a book that with a huge stack. And that's, sadly, that last Ronin. Nobody cares about the new one. Um, and it's like, yeah, sitting 10 copies there. That's not good. Uh-uh. You know, that right there is like 25 bucks. Just sitting there that's never going to move. And, you know, so we just do what we can. But, yeah, but trying to get, you know, they need to up their numbers. They need to sell more books because um, then to segue this. They need to pay their people better. They need to pay their people. But I get it. They don't have the money. But then you have after show. Well, no, no, no. Bull. The big guys definitely do. Yes, but you know when I look at like the scouts, I understand. The, you know, it. Those, I understand those guys. But when they're when they're saying that Ahoy Comics yeah. is paying is a better, better page yeah. rate than Marvel and DC, yeah, I saw that from Richard Pace. Yeah. That's yeah. that's wrong. Yeah, 
Because if you're Marvel DC, your page rates would be the highest in the industry. But then they go, oh, well, we can, you know, farm this out to a bunch of, you know, Central American or Philippine, you know, artists. That's why you get so many artists you've never heard of, because they'll work for cheap. Um, or I thought, like, or they the have to pay those big names so much. Like, I'm sure Bendis made well above... You know, and Normal Hickman's getting rate. paid well above. But there should um, the be a average. standard pay rate there should be. for whatever yeah. the case may be. If you're an entry level artist, writer, editor, colorist. But then you have problems for the colorist. Is oh well, you don't want to do it for this. We'll find someone else. You know, because there's going to be somebody else to do it. So but not sooner, defending. Sooner or later, but, they're going to run out of people to do it. No, yeah. they won't. They will. No, they won't. Either they're going to kill everybody. There's always more workers. But if people the, but need if, jobs. But people if the, want but to if work the industry is not there to support it, and you're no longer attracting talent, there's going to be a problem. Yeah. I, I, I think you grossly overestimate people. Well, I'm going to just generalize for North America. Like, if you're going to go overseas, yeah, you're going to get anybody to work for a lower wage. That's well, do. but that's what they're going to do anyway. But you could make that same argument about almost any industry in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And, you know, retail doesn't make a lot of money. Service industry doesn't make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And, like, retail, service, especially food service, can't offshore that. Mm-hmm. You know, the Walmart is here. You have to have those people here. It's not like a call center you can go... You know, we opened that in the Philippines, so man, we're we're way off topic. We are. But, I, I'm going to pull it back. Fear not. Pull it back. But no, no. But I, on a side note, similar to this, a smaller publisher had commented on a retailer publisher Facebook page group, um, trying to figure out what to do because, like, the number one sell okay, but by issue three, they're not making enough to even keep publishing them. And I didn't want to answer him publicly, so I'm still thinking about sending him a message if he even sees it. But trying to explain the problem they're having right now is they raised their entire line to $4.99. And for me, I just can't take that risk. It's going to be a five-issue miniseries. Okay, well, at five bucks, all of a sudden, one of each of those books is 25 bucks sitting on the shelf hoping somebody comes in for it. And, you know, with each additional copy, that ups it. Right. And it's like, I can't take the risk to put it on the shelf. And what I'm doing with all their books is I'll order one copy of number one, and if it sells, I'll reorder, and I'll order a number two. But if I don't, if number one sits there and I'm ordering number two and it hasn't sold, there's no, no. point in ordering a two. Right. I mean, cause... And not to be mean, but... Four. I, I, I really feel that that four dollars is the right price for comics, and I five dollars I think is just a. It's got to be really good. Well, it's busy. It hasn't been four dollars for that long. No. Mm-mm. Like. Well, I I think four dollars is too much. Well, yeah. Right, but we're there. No, I get it, but four dollars is too much when a lot of times there's reprinted material. You know, you, you they squeeze that extra dollar by going, oh, well, you're getting a backup story. And a backup story is something that was pitched. You let them draw it out and you go, this isn't working. Oh, we'll throw it in as a backup. And I, I want to say to them, 
it's a bigger deal than what more you're making because they might be only making like 30 cents more out of that dollar and is that 30 cents worth selling less copies right of the book because i really think that that is a break number that that a book has to be really good to justify that price right i can sell a spider-man at five dollars i can sell a batman at five dollars selling you know uncle jim's hobo brigade at five dollars isn't going to happen you know it's going to get looked over it's going to be oh that looks interesting oh five bucks and you look at the art and it's not professional quality because most of these guys you know they're double a triple a you know it's nice they're, they're trying right, they're learning but at five bucks that's uh it's it's you've got to get the barrier get past the barrier of me and i'm seeing things slow down i'm seeing people tighten the belt because everything's getting more expensive oh, yeah. um i normally don't look at the water bill i pay the water bill here and i pay it at sandy's house and it's always like 70 here and 50 at her house. And I opened the last one. It was 140 here and 100 there. Well, I know she's not using double water. I know they're not using extra water next door. So everything's going up. And we're, sadly, I sell stuff that's bought with disposable income. Uh-huh. I'm not selling, you know, water. You know, things right. people yeah. need that they'll, you know, do. So it's just, it's like, eesh. So, yeah, I don't have an answer. Other than for a lot of these publishers, put out less books. You're putting out too many books. Scout. Well, that was like some of the yeah. quality putting of the was, putting out That was way some too of the heart books. of the matter was like, yeah. stop throwing everything in, yeah. in the kitchen sink well, out there. And that's Start p- focusing on quality, not quantity. Yeah. That's part of the problem is they're But throwing... unfortunately, comics has not learned their lesson. No. Didn't we do this in the 90s already? Well, and the other problem is, after we came back from the shutdown, sales were good. Sales were better. 2021 was good. 22 was good. Because people were happy to be out. They were back out. They had some money. They hadn't been spending on movies and things like that. Well, that's not the case right now. Things are more back to normal, but they're still putting out books like, oh, we can throw whatever we want out there and we'll sell it. Yeah. I was going to say, that's a Marvel in D.C. They need to start putting out books that like people want to read or know that they're gonna like DC with the whole uh uh like uh the visual and all the you know that that stuff with Ron Reed it's like I get what you're trying to do but you can't you're you're not healthy enough yet as a company to put that stuff out you need to put out your your Batmans and your Flashes and your Green Lanterns you need to make sure that those are good healthy books because then that gives you the leeway to do like those offshoot things and even the big guys this week we got spider-man carnage venom lethal protector um spider gwen spider-man india extreme venom verse it's like too much yeah it's a lot of spider-man too much for for one week week. you know um we got two star trek books two star wars books it's like but there's like nine Star Wars books, so if they do two a week, right. then that's okay. Right, but just... But I don't know... How about you do four nine. really good Spider- Star Trek books that everybody's getting, Yeah. instead of one that most people get and eight that, well, a small Your portion get. get. Yeah. Well, you know, Turtles is guilty of that, too. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, they've been... Turtles is doing a crossover with Stranger Things. Yeah, that's where I kind of drew the line. I'm not getting and the they, Stranger they Things did, one. So they I did. you every cover. Me. They did Street Fighter yeah. last That week. one was okay. 
It was better than what I thought it was. Yeah. But it's reached a point of, can we stop now? Well, especially because, like, doing the Armageddon game stuff, they had, like, four or five books coming out. So it's like Sometimes a, two a week. So whenever, like... You're like, huh? So when that started to wind down, but okay, we're going to have back down to like one, maybe two total books. And then that's when they started to do all these crossovers with everybody. And it's just like... Which could be the reason Last Round and the second part is not doing it. You're oversaturating. And they came to... They, they needed to give that thing time to breathe. Like, it ended, it was this big thing, and they tried to come back too fast. Like, well, you needed to it give... took like a year for the four issues to come out. Meh. It wasn't supposed to be. It was supposed to be every other month. Yeah. This one, I think, is four issues? I'm not sure. And like a special or something. Yeah, and a special. There's and like... then I think they're going to do more after that. Because the totals grow. The, you know, they're not always... Yeah. I think by the end of this series, I think they're... They'll be the teenage. teenage. Yeah. But unfortunately, the people in the industry are not listening to the talent. They're not listening to the retailers. They're not listening to the buyers. They think they know what is best. They thought they knew what was best in the 90s. And look what that happened. That's why I'm looking at DC going, who thought it was a good idea to stop your line for two months? It's like... Is anybody that, you know, all you needed to ask was one store, and they'd be like, no. But nobody there has any real retail experience. Well, the one guy worked at an FYE. Um, How are those stores doing? Yeah. But it's just, yeah, like, yeah, the guy that was on the last, uh, on the uh, Night Terrors uh, Zoom call was his experience, retail experience was working at an FYE, and it's like. Okay, yeah. And all they talked about was variant covers and how cool the variant covers were. I think I talked about this, where um, one of the variants is a midnight variant because they're all black, white, and red, mm -hmm. and they're really cool looking. Yeah, the the wooden ones. Yeah, and then they wanted to ask if we want to do a midnight release, and the general answer was no. So in the turtle book, they give you all the variants that you can get? Oh, yeah. It's four pages. Yeah, but I bet a lot of those are stores. I understand, but that's still printing. Yeah. That's still, as we say, killing a tree well, costs money. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? <laughs> and the thing, especially the thing with the totals is, especially like, the, like the IDW's future is so like in the wind. It's like, why oh, they just doing... had an announcement today about like some of their financials. Not good. Yeah. Not good. Guys, do you not see the radio on the wall? Tone it down. Turn oh, it back well, yeah, and Dark Horse, their company that bought them is slashing. Yes. And it's just like, everybody that went in big with the media stuff is getting hurt. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I mean, it's not surprising. And then you see, you know, all the streaming stuff cutting back. Well, you see all like, the Marvel movies. They all got, everything got pushed way yeah. back. Well, that's like uh, with Mark Miller, like, he was putting out good books. He got involved with Netflix. They either started to go down or just stopped coming out. And now that he hasn't been doing anything with Netflix, the last couple of books that he's put out recently have been really good again. Yeah. Like, I guess he burned through all the Netflix money well, and now he needs to make more books. So whenever I was reading those issues of the nightclub, I noticed yeah. like normally like in the credits it has created by Millar, or Miller and whatever artist it is. Now it's... 
Miller with Netflix on it, and it's just like, mm. oh, what's that about? Like, because it used to be really good with making right. sure that the artist got. A that's chunk. Pro- that's probably a contract. You know, thing. got a chunk of the, yeah. you know, of the, of the deal. Yeah. Mm. The only other thing I had planned on talking about was uh, pull lists and boxes, and because we'll see how it goes when I get back. But um, I had canceled the orders for a large file that was not getting back to me, um, and hadn't been in this year. Um, Last time in was December, and Tim reached out, and they're like, "Oh, I didn't get the emails. I changed my email." Um, and to okay, which I'm going, or not, mm. you, you knew that there were books coming out. Yeah, but which kind of made me go, "Changed your email? Who changes their email?" Yeah, yeah. especially because the email is just the name and some numbers, and changed it to a different email with some numbers. But um, you still know you didn't. You haven't been in this year. Um, so we'll see what happens there, but it's like, I got to start thinking about this stuff. Cause like, I, I'm guilty of giving people too much leash and you need to have a policy set. Maybe your other industry friends have, maybe if you have reached out to them, and if you have a hundred dollars in polls and you have not been in, yeah, your polls are effectively stopped Yeah, until you pay your bills. You don't get anything on me. Yeah. My, my, my problem with that, it's not a problem with that. It's just a, it feels like I got to be their mom now. Hey, did you pick up your clothes? Did you put the dishes in the sink? Did you pick up your comics? See, I think you're looking at this completely in the wrong way. You're not being their mom. You're not their friend. Yeah. I get it. You are. But it's going to take hours every week sending emails. And it's like, I don't feel I should have to. No, you you shouldn't have have to. It's gotten to the point where if people are going to abuse you... Not just you, the system that you set up, it's time to fight back. Yeah. yeah. But Stop. yeah, it's just frustrating. It's like, oh, yeah. you know, I didn't order this willy-nilly. You asked for it. Um, right. That's not, you're, you're not their friend. You but you know, if I close account. their file and then they come in, like, what do you mean? Oh, yeah, Tough. Yeah, I know. Well, I go know. Somewhere, go I make know. someone else bankrupt. Yeah. That or you know would pay your bill and your file or your phone is back open. Yeah. So, because I was, I'm like, oh, I didn't pull anything for him this week. I'm like, no, he doesn't get another thing pulled until it's paid off. Yeah. Sorry. Tell him if he doesn't come up soon and stuff's to get an auction out of his box. And yeah, you know, I can see people going, oh, there might be a $20 book in there. Well, great. That one guy's folder is $3,900. You know, and it didn't get there overnight, but the problem was it, well, the way it always starts is, you know, comes in every week then suddenly it's every other week and then it's every other week but doesn't get everything and just well okay but again you know that pattern yeah so that's i'm not your buddy yeah money talks yeah go you know i'll go shop somewhere else yeah so okay well we'll, we'll be rethinking everything yeah send them to a place in bridgeville yeah Mm. Blues, um, well, not nerds, right? Yeah, they're not there anymore. Um, yeah. So, good news though, Mike. We have an empty question. Nice. Okay. Good thing we started early. Yeah. Okay. Are Yun's guys still indifferent to the new Flash movie? Are you hyped like me? FYI, I'm super hyped. You take Michael Keaton out, I could care less. Yep. You put Michael Keaton in. 
I think I gotta go just because of nostalgia and yes, it's Michael Keaton in the bat suit again. I could care less about Ezra Miller's Flash or Superwoman, Supergirl, and whatever else. I don't really care. Yeah. yeah. I. You had me at Michael Keaton. Completely the same. As a matter of fact, I watched Batman the other day. It was on TV and watched it. And my wife asked, it's like, why Why do you like this movie? I'm like, it was like the first movie I ever saw without my parents. This was, you know, right when I was, you know, coming up. I was like 12 years old when it came out. And like... It's just a great movie. It's got a great. It's joke. not just even if it was a, even if it's fun. a bad movie. It's a great memory and it's a great feeling. Yeah, nostalgia. That was my first you. midnight movie. I saw it at midnight too. Yeah, over it, over it in Harmer. It was an event. It was yeah, an event. and it was yeah. like everybody was so excited. People were dressed up, and you're just like, "This is insane. This is for a Batman movie." You're like, yeah, and it lived up to the hype. And I, do I go back and go, "Is this the greatest movie ever made?" No, but it's oh, so it's awesome. absolutely. It, I it's can't even argue. It's the best Batman movie, but it's still awesome. Right. Yeah. So yes. I'm indifferent. I have no desire to see it. Um, I'm gonna see it. But well, have that's you seen just, any Marvel movies recently? Come not on. recently. No. Right. What's the last one you probably seen? Um, was the Spider-Man one, but that was on uh, Disney Plus. So you don't leave your house? No. Okay. No. Hell, the last movie I saw was uh, Top Gun, in the theater. Not the, the first that was one, last or I know. <laughs> Holy moly, Batman! No, not the '89. I'm I'm trying to think '86. Yeah, not that one. No, the new one. '86. Yeah, I'm trying to think because I, prior to Guardians, Batman I think was the last one that I saw in the theater. The Batman with Robert Pattinson. Or no, uh, I did see Spider Man when I came out. The the third one. I want to go to the theater. I, no. I don't like people. <coughs> it's too expensive. Excuse me. Yeah. Thank you. I said, Mike, you can just do the uh, the idea that I always hear people talking about the buy a ticket for a different movie at the same time and then go in to see the Flash or they don't, you know. I was going to wear sunglasses get your money. and a hat and, you know, some people don't recognize me. Just don't, okay. just don't go choking ladies and stuff. Yeah. He actually appeared on the red carpet. Just, hey, he's working to yeah. make himself better. So care. it's okay. Oh, okay. It's still, it's awkward. You know when you start working to make yourself better? The second you're no longer actively punching a woman, because at that point you have stopped punching a woman. Yeah. So that's a low bar. You, you gotta, you gotta go a little further than that for me. Correct. Well, that's terrible. But the the, the grooming is what really got me. Yeah. Number two. I don't for, know if we answered this question. <laughs> for two of you, uh, discuss the state of Flash comics and how they can improve. Well, uh, it's getting a new writer. So. Well, I, I mean, I, the, the last series is really good. I don't think it really needed to improve. I think it's like, for me, it's anywhere from like a three and a half to a four out of five all the time. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Not to spoil anything about what we're going to talk about, and Mike Diodato is the new um, illustrator. It was awesome what he did. So, who's he... which actor is Flash going to look like? Ah, uh, we don't know. It's it's kind of real. Do- it's very. Oh dark. my gosh! It's really. I, dark I got one. Moody. I got one. Okay. It's really dark and moody, and the way he handles the panels and everything was awesome. I I, I I'm like with Spencer. I've been thoroughly enjoying Flash. Yeah, that's why I was uh, really looking for him. Like, cause he's on Green Niner now. So I'm hoping he can do the same thing with Green Lantern mm-hmm. that he previously done with the, with the Flash. Though, 
I haven't really been a fan of Cy Superior's writing in the past, so that's the only thing that got me a little worried about this this new series. But I'm still looking forward to it. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I think The Flash has been really good. It's been one of the best DC books for a while now, I think. Yeah. Other than uh, maybe having to try to find a way to work on the art, so like more consistent. Yeah, because each last the last couple of issues, there's been multiple artists for each you know each uh, issue recently. So other than that, that'd be my only complaint about the series. We'll put Mark Wade back on the book. Either one. I mean, well, he did write a story. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Are French crawlers the best underrated donut? They're crack for me. So yes. Yeah, they're good. No, they're crack. I'm a huge fan of like the chocolate cake place. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. That 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 is an underappreciated yep. donut right there. Tim Horton's French crawlers are maybe the best thing. On the wow. Well, Tim. Okay. Yeah. Tim votes. He votes yes. Okay. Okay. Kaiju, Pillsbury Doughboy, versus Kaiju Snuggles the Bear. <laughs> I think the I think the Pillsbury Doughboy has a dark side. I think, just don't know. I think yeah. he's got like a ninja sword hidden behind him. I go him. Doughboy. He's going to dice that bear up. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Plus, he's more elastic. Yeah, he could just smother the bear. Yeah. He can go like Mr. Fantastic and yeah. That'd be a great little animated short, though. Make it really bloody. <laughs> Rip the head off at the end. Like, it's too dark. Disembowel the bear. Cook him. Ooh. Well, I think you'd probably kick the dough boy make first. Make yeah. little, little cookies out of them. Okay. Better Flash, Wally or Barry? Barry. Wally. Okay. When I was a kid, mm-hmm. I know it was a long, long time ago, I read Barry. Jay, yeah, yeah, Jay. <laughs> Suck a boot. <laughs> I liked, it was Barry Allen. But who became my Flash, my favorite Flash, is Wally West. I love Wally West. Just love it. Like, when he became the Flash out of the Titans and that whole thing after the 80s with Wolfman and Perez, that became my Flash. And then they killed Barry. Barry sacrificed himself to save the multiverse. Barry was dead for a long time. Sacrificed himself. Barry lost his mystique. Yeah, it was from... Crisis. Yeah, till... Yeah, 85 right. till... till like, yeah, mid-2000s. Yeah. 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 yeah, oh, okay. 2000s? Yeah, because yeah, John's brought him back. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, so, essentially, most people only made no Wally as the Flash. Yeah. And you got to think that it was Jake Garrick for me. It was not. But thank you. You have a road trip with a car ride of 12 hours. Do you give yourself a hotel night to break it up, or do you power through? Power through. It depends. Yeah, where are you going? I'm 56. I could barely make it to Cleveland. <laughs> it, yeah. it depends, because, like, I've done 18 hours in a car. So, if I'm going and I can chill on the other end, then that's fine. But if it's like, okay, you're going somewhere, like, if driving to Disney World, where you know you're going to get up and start doing stuff, right. yeah, no, I'm definitely taking that mm-hmm. break. But can if can it's I like have, a beach can I have vacation. breaks in hotels? You can make it a four-day trip, yes. Right. And I'm going to Cleveland, right? Right. Okay. 
See, I two. do cross well, one, country. One night. Half. You should be able to do it in one night. Four hours is my wall. I don't like driving a half hour, so I'm <laughs> not driving 12 hours in a row. <laughs> okay, and last. Rank these movies from worst to best. Anchorman, Talladega Nights, Step Brothers, Old School. I got nothing. I like Anchorman, the other three. I, I'm not a huge fan of Anchorman. Step Brothers is the best one on that list. Anchorman is probably. I don't think I've ever seen worst. Step Brothers. I mean, it's good, but it's not. Old School's okay. Old yeah. School next. Talladega Nights. Talladega yeah. Nights is. But Step- I think I'd put Talladega Nights at the bottom and have Anchorman right above that, and then Old School. Step and Brothers then is Step number Brothers. one. When he does the yeah. thing with the drum kit. Yes. You got me. <laughs> And when they make bunk beds, and he thinks he kills them, <laughs> yes, yes. And then, like when he hits him in the shovel in the front yard, <laughs> yeah, I thought you were a zombie. That's <laughs> a dirt ring. And then that, <laughs> them trying to prevent the house from being sold, he's dressed as a Klansman, a Nazi, and they're like, "Hey, yeah. neighbor." <laughs> yes, his brother, or uh, he had uh, John C. Riley up in a, a shower curtain. He just died this morning. <laughs> yeah. And it, I could watch that in any part and just join in, and it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. That's Those a are good great questions. Cast. That's good okay. questions. That's all we got now, Mike. What you seem superbly prepared. I'm always to talk about. Prepared. Oh, well, he always has his visuals. So yeah, yeah. What did I read again? Okay. <laughs> Mike, would you start us off on a discussion of recent comics? Sure. Let's start with Turd of the Week. Turd of Turd, the week. Oh boy. Power Girl special mm. one shot. This was the weirdest, oddest book I've read in a long time. She has psychic powers? She does, yeah. That's been in the, 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 in the artwork action. Yeah. Drove me not nuts the way this dude draws eyelashes. Mm-hmm. The entire was so I think it's a lady, but yeah. Okay. Is it a lady? I'm sorry. I, I don't think anybody reads Power Girl for the yeah. eyelashes. <laughs> It was just, just it was so weird and stupid. She wasn't expecting anybody looking at her, looking her in the eyes. So. I really yeah. like my five ninety nine back, but that's, that's not, not how gonna, this works. It's yeah. not going to happen. So that's a that's a throwaway. Oh well. You have a bird that you can line the cage of it. I don't have a bird. You might have to get a bird. Um, another one. I'm not going to talk about that much. Peacemaker number two. Eh. Great gorilla feet, though. Yeah. The artwork is not good in this. <laughs> the artwork is not good in this. And I realized, like, you know what? One issue of Peacemaker was enough for me. Two has gone over the edge. Um, let's see. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles versus Street Fighter number one. They got into this book at real quick. They did not do any setup whatsoever. <laughs> I'm like, how is this going to happen? So they have this, like... Like, don't worry about stories, kicks and punches. Yeah, so, like, literally, Raphael's fighting Buzzcut? Is that his name? Guile. Is that his name? I don't know these guys' names. And... I didn't even read the book. I knew who Yeah. How do you know who these guys are? Because I grew up playing Street Fighter. Did you? Okay. I wasn't a Street Fighter person. A lot of action. The artwork's pretty good. A lot of punches, kicks. And you're just like, okay, this is kind of cool. Yeah, by the end, they kind of uh, reel you in. Then, like I said, early on, they're very kind of light on the story. At first, like, 
there's a fighting tournament that both of them are at, and then so happen both of their bad guys that just happen to be trying to get these fighters to come around to, cause the Biden or uh, what's uh, the bad guy from? Who's the bad guy? Bison. Bison. Bison? I was close. M. Bison. <laughs> Or, uh, cool Ch- Joe Biden. Yeah, <laughs> that's a completely different book. Are trying to get strong fighters for something, and then are teamed up with the mayor, right? Is that who that was? Stockman, yeah. Yeah. I think this is more him being mad scientist than anything at the moment. So who's this dude, Pat? Uh, Ryu. Okay. It was it was fun. I it, was, it wasn't the greatest written book it was like a lot of action and punching and stuff but that's what you expect from turtles and street fighter i guess um the other one i will talk about is flash 800 yeah this was really good i'm just gonna give you a list of creators that was in here which was there's definitely an all-star of uh so Flash the Boy. first story is written by the current team jeremy adams and they have a diff- different artist Next one's Mark Wade and Todd Nowak. Nock. Nock. Which they were on the book together forever. Joshua Williamson, the previous team. Jeff Johns and Scott Collins. I can't stand Scott Collins, so how was the story? Oh, you didn't even read it? Oh, hell no. I it was can't. basically, it, just, it, was a, it was a Zoom story. Okay. Uh, and then the last one was with Cy Spurrier and Mike Diodato Jr., and he's the new artist coming on, and I was like, wow, this is actually really good. So, yeah. Though, mm. he does the one thing that I really don't like sometimes that artists do in their books, and that's they take like a splash page and they just throw grids over it to make it look like it's a broken up thing. Yeah. And that just annoys me. Like, sometimes it works out and it's, and it's cool. But a lot of time it, it just annoys me, and I don't yeah. and I don't like it. You, you mess up a good picture, like. Yeah. So the first story is about the rogues and the Gotham villains. Well, they're not even normal rogues. They're like some C list. Oh, we're going lower now. We have Condiment King in here. Condiment King. These is guys the... talk about Condiment King. Condiment King is the greatest character ever. I was like, this is awesome, and he gets trash versus ketchup. Yeah, and then he busts them and he takes them out into the desert and leaves them. Well, because these these guys are talking about like you know the oh what's the worst place to like work at as bad guys and you know people would say Gotham or Metropolis and they're like no I it's the Flash because of just like the things that he does like like there's a multi-dimensional uh, bad guy who steals a lollipop from this little girl and Flash chases him throughout multiple dimensions until he just gives up and gives him the lollipop back yeah. so he can give it to the little girl and then he's and then he shows up at the door like. I come for a long yeah, because they say like the worst thing that he does is like he doesn't try to kill you or beat you up. Is yeah. he talks to you and like so that's what. And then the second story is about Impulse and um, Max Mercury. I love Impulse. I love that age of him, and it was just fun just to read him do this again. And then they did uh, another story with how the love story between. Uh, Barry and Iris. Barry and Iris, and like how Wally kind of admires him for that. That was that was a nice story. And then the Scotty Collins story, I didn't read at all. <laughs> I can't do it. Something about his artwork it makes me like. It's very a lot's going on. Yeah, and it hasn't gotten better over the years. Sorry. 
And then the last one was just like a story arc of Barry's trying Babe or not Barry, but Wally with the Mirror Master promises uh the, the wife that a night of uh, no power. So every time that at a restaurant and she sneezes or blinks, he goes and saves somebody. He's tripping and falling or like some you know something like that. And then it doesn't end up working out too well. Yeah. So it it was it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to what possibly could be because I, I was good one, stories from Spurrier. I was wondering because I thought the next series I thought that was gonna they were gonna jump back to Barry. Yeah. So but now maybe they're just gonna try to work them both you know in through there. Yeah. The last one I'll talk about is Shazam number two. Oh, that this is fantastic. Oh my gosh! So the end of one we have uh, Shazam just going off on the people he just saved. And you're like, why did he do that? And you're like, I have no idea. And everybody's like, well, why did you do that? What's going on? And he's like, I don't know. So then um, the dinosaur that he saved, mm-hmm. the alien dinosaur, comes to the door on Paramount. No, it's a different, it's, it's from a, that, it's, it's a different dinosaur. Yeah, but he has all these legal papers that he needs to sign. He's wearing a top hat. Because apparently he didn't do proper space pushing or he, something. he used magic instead of science to fix it yeah yeah right like in all the paper it was just crazy and then like we have um the psycho pirate who's kind of like controlling billy and shazam so he thinks he's the one that caused him to do all that he thinks yeah, yeah. and then they kind of go to battle and they try to steal the mona lisa which Unfortunately, if you know how big the Mona Lisa is, it's not that big. I was just like, that's not right. That's just me. So they're battling, and then, like, he's destroying all the stuff. He's very he's reckless. Being, yeah. He's being very reckless. Like, people are shooting bullets everywhere. And they're in a, like, the Louvre. Clearly, you're going to damage some major artwork in there. And then he goes onto a train to escape, and then he stops the train, which is going to cause lots of damage lots of money and they're like why did you do that and it was and cycle pirates like why did you do this to me cycle pirate it wasn't me my mask came off yeah and then like you it just ends with like billy completely like down like what's going on and then why? He's, he, it's interesting because he thinks the captain is the loose cannon so he doesn't want to say the word anymore because and bad, then they, bad things might continue to happen. Yeah. And then the epilogue is a little more about the gods, and then that kind of leads Freddy, into Freddie spying on them. Yeah, and then it leads into Night Terror Shazam. It says to be continued next month. In if you want a fun book, you want like a great comic book. That's, and the only book that I've read from DC recently that is actually mentioning any kind of leeway or anything about the Night Terror stuff. Yeah. It. it it's fantastic. Yeah, it's only two it issues in. Mark Wade and Dan Mora. The artwork's incredible. The writing's fantastic. Do yourself a favor. Pick it yeah, up. A second the motion. Yeah. So, there you go. And that's all I got. That's all you got? I got more, but you guys want to talk yeah. about stuff, too. I want to hog it all up. Dave, you go next. Uh, start with uh, X-Men. Yeah, right there. 23. I'm behind. Uh, this issue kind of introduces a new type of sentinel which is a stark sentinel 
Yeah, this which is looks apparently like going Man. through also Iron Man. Okay. So Stark is building Sentinel? Well, Faylong, the guy. He doesn't from, have his company anymore. So yeah, somebody this else. This guy from Orcus bought Stark. Gotcha. Okay. Unlimited, whatever it's called. And he's using, like, Tony Stark's technology to upgrade these Sentinels. And he kind of wanted to make some superheroes, you know, to replace heroes. Um, so there, there's a fire in the Bronx. So the, one, of the, one of the Stark Sentinels goes there to, to help. But it, it also ends up killing one of the firefighters because uh, it identifies one of the firefighters as a mutant. So the Sentinel kills him? Yeah. Or it tries then, to kill him. Does it actually... I think it actually does. I think it actually does. And then uh, the X-Men, X-Men show up to help. And they can't... They have a hard time bringing it down because it has defenses against uh, mutants. I think Sink tries to use Polaris's power to bring it down. And it has defenses against that. Um... But uh, I think Magic and Jean Grey finally were able to defeat it. And there's a bunch of other, other little threads here. We get uh, at the end here, Emma Frost delivers the news to Cyclops that Ms. Marvel is dead. News travels fast. As, as, we, as we saw last week in that fantastic, fantastic issue, issue Amazing of, Spider-Man. of Amazing Spider-Man. And so it's, I don't know, I think they're like floating the idea she's going to, they're going to resurrect her. I mean, we were talking before, she is an inhuman, right? But then, but then, well, technically, thing, then aren't they inhumans th- mutants? Yeah, aren't they like yeah. cousins? No? Aren't, weren't they the first mutants? Mm-mm. Oh, it's been a while, sorry. There's also there's also a little little scene with a kingpin, who's on who's on Krakoa now and he's a Krakoan citizen. Is he still with his wife? Yeah, okay. yeah. By, That's the only reason marriage. why he's still there. Yeah, I've. Do you remember what happened? Remember what they said to each other, Spencer? Or is it just like? I think basically I think Scott's just, like basically like, look, you're here because you're made to a mutant. But if you screw yeah, up or start stuff up, you know you're gone. You yeah, know, pretty yeah, much, and you yeah. know, yeah. But Scott said it in a very Cyclops way. Yeah, yeah. So in his Hawaiian shirt, <laughs> open Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, on the on the, the sunset on, as the sun goes down on Krakoa. Yeah, so that, that was a good episode, good issue. I mean, um, let's go to Fantastic Four. Oh, Mike's waiting. <laughs> Number eight. Oh my gosh. Well, since I quit the book at seven, so I'm anxiously yeah, to see you. Yeah. It's gonna tell you just how good it is. It was, it was not. It was. It was good. the best issue of Fantastic Four you've the best ever issue read. Of Fantastic Four. Here's. So Khan's gonna need you to say that it's the best oh, issue. So. Geez. So Don't people like Mike, Mike doesn't drop I, I the book. Go, I want to go get my visual reference. Okay, so it was, wasn't what the best. Sold out. It wasn't. I'll be happy. <laughs> Yeah, there. I think it's on the close to the bottom. It's under F, Mike. <laughs> I shut up. So they're in. Okay, so they're hanging out. They're hanging out at the 
at Ampetunia's farmhouse mm-hmm. in Arizona. And it starts off with Sue trying to teach Johnny how to make this weird shape. A scutoid, which I looked up, and it's an actual thing. It was only would you think you would start with like a circle, a square, like so? But I do like the idea of like Johnny being able to control his fire more. But yeah, but we'll get we'll get to that. So he got cured of being always supernova. He still has his yeah yeah yeah. He hasn't been supernova for a while. He hasn't been cured of his like goatee or whatever. No, he still has his mustache. They're in a shopping mall. Well, yeah, because they live. Okay, here's what happens. They go to the shopping mall. Alicia, Sue, and Alicia. They go. It's a hardware store. Because they got to get the guy get some supplies for the house. So they go to a hardware store first. There's this lady works there. They talk to her. Only lady working there. Yeah. A couple hours later, they come back to the store and they see it's boarded up or it's closed or boarded up, and. They're like, what happened to this hardware store? There's a guy there, and he says, oh, this store hasn't been open for years. They went bankrupt. And they're like, what? <laughs> What's going on? So they go so they go back to the farmhouse, and they tell Johnny, and they say, oh, we have to investigate this. This is crazy. <laughs> I, I love when the Fantastic Four tackles these big... Yeah, yeah, this is like, this is kind of like, a, you know, Galactus-level event. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... So they tell Johnny, let's tell Reed and Ben to get the Fantastic Car fired up. And Johnny's like, who's Reed? Who's Ben? And, and Johnny has totally forgotten about them. He thinks the Fantastic Four are himself, Sue, Alicia, and get this. Herbie. No one close. That page. Close. Even get worse away. than Herbie. Even worse than Herbie. Johnny has created a, 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 a replica of himself made out of fire. Guess what his name is? Fred. That would have been an improvement. Yeah. Jimmy. Flame. No, Flame Boy. Oh, Flame. you, ooh, you get it. You, Flamer. You, hotter, hotter, Flamer. hotter, hotter. <laughs> oh, almost as bad. It's Flamo. 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 F L A M dash. Oh. That's Flamo. Flamo. It probably should be Flamo. Yeah. I was reading Flamo. Yeah. I, I go with Flamer. Where's Flamer? So, and then, so Mike's going to pick this up. This gets better then. Then they go down. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at better, the, Which means worse. Yeah. They go down. To the, so, they, so they get searching. Johnny believes them. we got to find Reed and Ben. So they go downtown. There's a giant wood monster. A wood monster. Which I did not know it was made out of wood until they said it was made out of wood because yeah. it kind of just looks like a turd. Yeah. It, it looks like Clayface. It, it really does, yeah. 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 It, it's like on Does a, that not look like Clayface? Mm-hmm. Johnny and Ben are, or I mean Reed and Ben are, are lifting it up and with all the townspeople. So this wood monster has... Is he called Woody? No, it's, it's Zargor. <laughs> it's Zargor. I remember. Zargor. Oh, okay. So he has these mental powers, and he's able to make to get pe- to get people to submit to him and, and forget like, like who they are, so they're like his servant, like yeah, zombies. Servants, and everybody else forgets that these people existed. And this isn't like a lot of issues in this run have kind of been like one issue, kind of one-off stories. Nope, we get another issue. This one. Ugh. 
And like I was saying, before the podcast, we were talking up at the register. This is like the second time in like three or four issues where the story was, ah, uh, yeah. something happened and we forgot. Yeah. Because yeah. remember, it was like the, what they forgot, we were forgetting words and stuff. Now they're forgetting people. Like. So you got Flamo and Woody. All right. Yeah, Flamo. I, I mean, that continued next month. Bye, <laughs> Tim. Bye, Tim. Yeah, so. So I don't I don't know what's going. On. We'll have to f- find out next month what happens with Zargor. <laughs> and, and Alicia's like, you mean like Groot? Yeah, because there gives this wood thing out there, and she's yeah, like, like, it looks Groot. nothing it's like wood. wood. It looks like clay. Yeah, yeah. Or almost rock-like, I should say too. Wow. All right. Uh, ambassadors. Ambassadors oh, number six. Yes. Was what really a book. Good. Yes. This is, See, I, I was hoping to do the same thing I did with Nightclub and was kind of get like just go back and buy the issues, but you, you sold out of the first couple of issues, so. Probably it ships every other week, yeah. so it's just been. I'm like, oh, I'll just have to wait till it comes out on trade. This one brings the team together, all the ambassadors together, to fight a, a tidal wave. Natural disaster, yeah. In South Korea. And. They do, they do stop it, but then the base in Antarctica is destroyed. Where their, their headquarters is. And, yeah. and, it's, and so everybody is stuck with the powers that they have. Yeah. At that Because each person can have three powers at a time. And, yes. and, do they get cards or something or read about? How do they I get different know. powers? I can't remember. Yeah, they have some kind of bracelet or something. <laughs> that gives them that they can call for their powers. And then, uh, what's his Jin Sung, her ex-husband, her ex-husband shows up with his with his billionaire bullies and superheroes or whatever you want to call them. And he says he intentionally created the tidal wave to, to, to get them all, all them together. to bring them all together one time and deal so they could deal with him. Yep. And uh, the battle begins, and it's doesn't uh not going too well until the the guy shows up jamie mcfair from scotland from scotland right who we saw in antarctica was it last issue yeah there was a yeah last issue and he helps he helps turn the tide and he puts like aneurysm in in everyone's head or something like that yeah yeah and uh then we get this crazy scene with uh, with with the woman Chuni, South Korean heroine, fights her ex-husband. Fights her ex-husband and basically punches him so hard, he comes out of his skin. That the mm. skeleton comes out of his skin. It was awesome. <laughs> who who is the artist on this one? Because isn't it a different each week? Uh, yeah, yeah. I can't say his name. Oh, is it? Oh, oh that yeah, uh, Matteo Scalera. And yeah, he's good. It was, it was drawn really well. And she, what did she say? She goes, "All oh, I meant to like break yeah, his jaw." Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, killed him. You broke the jaw just along with everything else. Yeah. So they kind of like celebrate, you know, like the victory and. Well, yeah, that mystery guy showed up and really saved the day for him. Yeah, the Scottish guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he doesn't want to be the Scottish guy. He well, wants... no, he doesn't mind being the Scottish guy, but they gave him the Union Jack. Yeah, he didn't want. And to he's be like, no, 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 no. Yeah. 
But then it ends with... Well, you have the guy that was in the... The old guy in the wheelchair oh. lied. Well, yeah. 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 Maybe. So there, maybe not. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it ends with them going, well, I guess we need to get a Yank on the team. Yeah. Token American. Token American. American. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. But it was that was really good. I, I yeah, really enjoyed that. Is this last, last issue? Yeah. Yep. But it, it says there's more. Yeah, there's going to be more. Yeah. But yeah, that, I, I didn't know what to make of it. And that first issue was really good. And it's yeah. like, okay, second issue, really good. And yeah. just the whole the whole series has been really good. I was kind of worried he wasn't going to be able to stick the landing. No, he stuck it. That was good. Yeah, he did. And then they do a lot of promo for... Hopefully they show up in the military series. The big game, which is a crossover of all his worlds, which should be fantastic. Unlike the Fantastic Four. And, uh... Whiny pants. uh, Traveling to Mars. Way behind on Number six. All... it It was a great issue. Again, I'll just, I'll just say the whole the theme of the entire issue was inertia, and how it is so tough to change your, to change your, uh, your path. No matter if you're like a spaceship, traveling through space, because all the, all these, uh, these other ships are following Roy now, and they're all piloted by like prisoners that they got out of jail. You know, to to send them to chase after him. Or if you're like a regular person, it's hard to change your path because there's a flashback when he worked at the pet store and uh, his, main, his boss at the pet store basically wanted him to kill a bunch of bunnies because they're getting new ones in. And his, his girlfriend who worked at the store too was mad that he wasn't able to stand up for himself and say, no, I'm not going to do this. And, but he ends up redeeming himself with that, and also he stops these uh, ships from chasing him because he puts together uh, the fire extinguishers on the ship with some some gadgets. He's able to remote control, so he sends like after the ship. So and it just knocks them off course. And there's an explosion where just on the ship on the, the ships, but it just knocks them on, on, off course. And that's all he needed to do, not just destroy them or anything. But it was really, it was really good. I don't, the series keeps going. It could go on for, forever as far Who as I'm concerned. puts this out? A blaze. It's a blaze. And it's Mark Russell, I'm sorry, I don't remember the artist's name, yeah, but it's really good. But it's like the one book that he's doing a good job on right now. Yeah, because when you guys have been saying like a lot of the stuff that he's been doing recently hasn't been like up to par. Second Coming's been pretty good. At least I think I've, it's been I've, I've liked good. it. Yeah. yeah, it's not up it to yeah the earlier standards, but like I think Pat was saying, like maybe he's just doing a little too much at this point, spreading himself a little thin. Yeah. Go ahead, Spencer. Um, I'll talk about one thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, Last week, since I wasn't here, about the uh, the Punisher, yeah, I, I liked it. Though you did leave out because like this book has been telling like kind of two stories, like the stuff and like all the like the past stuff. Mm-hmm. That last issue was after the deaths in the park of Frank just laying waste. 
to every member of the mafia family that was that took place, you know, during the shooting, to, to head guys down to like bag boys on the corner, was just taking out everybody. And like the last person he had to take out was a guy who was like literally on death row, who I think was like on his way to get the needle. Mm-hmm. But Frank's like, nope. I'm getting in there and I'm killing him first before the state gets a chance to. I just thought that was a really cool kind of, you know, part. So I just wanted to bring that up since you, since you just kind of talked about just like the current, you know, the yeah. current stuff. I thought that was a, I, I liked that part of, part, part of the issue. Um, and then, um, uh, Spider-Man, the, the newer Dan Slott, uh, series. I've been enjoying these couple issues after that first uh, Spider vs. Ark thing. Um, this is still dealing with uh, Electro. Um, so, Spider, like, in the end of the last issue, Spider Man had him and Norman Osborne came up with um, some kind of shot or something that gave, that heightened his uh, spider sense to where, like, he can, like, almost sense, like, whenever anybody in the city is in danger, um, because in last issue, he was, like, there was a, there was a building on fire, and he wanted to save people, and he forgot, like, he didn't forget, but he didn't find somebody, and somebody died, and so he, he, he took that really hard, and of course, the thing that, you know, that they do to hide in it, it's very experimental, and Norman wants to be like, we should test it more, you know, make sure it's safer, and Pew just wants to do it, um, so... Throughout the issues, like, it's certain he's saving a whole bunch of people, but then, like, he starts to get, like, overwhelmed. And then, so Norman has to show up as the golden go- goblin, um, and has, like, a pumpkin bomb that will, like, uh, you know, with, like, a knockout gas, um, to, you know, so he can take him back to the lesser, uh, Osborne can take Peter back to the lab and give him, like, a shot or something, like, that, that dulled his, um, his spider sense, um, his spider wakes, uh, Peter wakes up and he's upset that he did that, but he's late, he has to get to a dinner that Aunt May's having, and, like, like the Robinsons are there, and, uh, uh, Jonah's there, um, so after Pete, after Peter shows up a little while, uh, later, uh, uh, Norman Osborn shows up to uh, check on Peter, and they do. He uh, slot those in a good uh, reference to the old Spider-Man movie. Whenever he apologizes for being late because he had to be an old lady with a stick to get the cranberries, because uh, you know how bad it was out there, uh, which I thought was kind of funny. Um, but you know, people get are upset that he's there because, uh, like, you know, the, uh, the Robertsons were, uh, you know, friends with the Stacys, you know, family, um, uh, so they're still kind of upset with them, and, like, um, uh, Robert, uh, Jonah and Norman kind of get into a little bit, because, you know, they both know who Spider-Man and Peter are, are the same, and stuff, um, uh, but when they're having the dinner, the medicine starts to wear off, and so his, his spider sense is starting to kick in again. Um, and uh, so he has to leave because he's just, you know, he's having a lot of time con- concentrating. Uh, Norman tries to go after him, but Spider-Man had, you know, was already gone. And so Norman has an inter- interaction with Spider-Boy, you know, that new character that we don't really know who he is. 
Um, is he getting like his own book, or is he just? A... No, I think he's just gonna be in the okay. Spidey book, which I'm guessing is not gonna be long, be around for too much longer. If they're doing, if he's doing that Superior Spider-Man, you know, title, I don't think he's gonna do, you know, two Spider-Man books probably. Is Spider Boy from the Spider Verse, or is he... yeah, he was supposed to be like whenever they did the thing at the end of the Spider Verse, they kind of brought some of the people back. Um, he was one of the characters that got back that was supposed to be in here. He was Spider. He was Spider Man sidekick forever, but everybody happened to forget. Um, his name. His name's like Benji or Benjamin or something like that. Um, and then so Spider Man, he's out, you know, saving some more people, and uh, Electro, he's been doing this heist. Uh, like he, earlier in the issue, like. He, the people who he gets to crack the safe, you know, he murders them. He's like, ah, oh, all this gold's mine. And then he realizes, like, oh, I can only carry so much of this gold. He shouldn't have killed the henchmen. He's like, next time I'm going to have to bring some guys. Um, so that, that's, he has people on these on this high, heist this time. So Spider-Man's fighting, like, these goons. But he's having trouble fighting them because as he's trying to punch them... His spider sense is going off because these people are in danger. So it's like it's messing with his head, and while he's messing with trying to work his way through that, Electro uh, zaps him really good and like knocks him out, and that's mm -hmm. kind of where the issue ends. But like I said, after the Spider Verses stuff, it's been it's been pretty good. Um, and then, uh, did anybody read the new uh, Phantom Road? Oh, I read that. Yeah. Yeah. It was um, a lot to do with the FBI agent mm -hmm. in this issue um, who got kidnapped at the end of the last issue and she's being yeah. like interrogated and like handcuffed and asking about Project Jackknife from Project this guy Jackknife, from this yeah. guy in a yeah, in a suit and a in a ski creepy. mask. Yeah, creepy, yeah. Um, and she finally escapes, and it's actually just, like, this little box that's, like, inside this warehouse on this table. There's a folder for Project uh, Jackknife. And then the, um, I forget, the, is it Dom and... Yeah, Dom, and I forget the girl's name. Who are in the big rig, and... They're in the real world yeah, right, right now, right? right now, and she's trying to convince him to show her how to drive the rig because if they're driving these he can't drive yeah. so instead of doing that he settles for uh like pulling off and taking a break yeah um and they, so have, they have to go into the phantom universe or whatever yeah. it's called the deliver this object yeah. that they've had so uh well so before that they're talking about different things to do so they take it so they destroy it you mm -hmm. know what and so, uh, the guy's sleeping, the girl goes into the bed of the truck, and she tries to break it, but when yeah. she's doing this, she keeps on getting all these visions. Yeah. I don't know, someone from the past, then maybe yeah. from I think the just future. from touching it, because, yeah. yeah, he had some vision when he first touched yeah. it in the first issue. Uh, but whenever she did that, it, like, activated it, and now they're back into that other place, mm -hmm. and they're getting, about to get overrun by, like, those Phantom people. Yeah. So... Um, and then, I think the only other two that I had to talk about, I think you guys read, so I'll let you guys do, do some talking. Spen or Patrick. 
You don't look anything alike. No, you don't. Okay. I just got very tired, that's all. Uh, Sins of the Salt and Sea. You read that. So, a uh, new AWA book. It's a, a crime thriller. Uh, we meet a, a guy who is working in, like, kitchens and he's like a dishwasher. Yeah. You know, kind of, you know, obviously the guy has a backstory. And he meets up with a second guy who we find out is his brother. And he's like, hey... We just got to pull one more job, man. I need an explosives expert. And so there's supposed to be all this money in a, in a convoy and then some valuables. And the inside man gets the valuables, but they get the money. So they stop this convoy and, and come to find out there is no money. There are no valuables. There is a mother and a son, and that's it. And the and team... Yeah, half the team gets killed. Yeah. So then they go to the contact to find out what's going on, and then that gets ambushed, and the rest of the team gets killed, except for, what was his name, Walt, I think? The main guy at the beginning. Yeah, the main guy, and then the mother and, and the son. We don't really know why they're valuable or, or you know why he's going after them. Uh, it wasn't a bad book, but I think it just needed a little bit more. Info for it. Yeah. Not much, just a little bit more. Like, it definitely left you on a cliffhanger. You're like, okay, I want to know more about this. But I felt like it would have been, if you just had some clue, not even while they were important, but there, there was nothing with the mother and son other than, like, they showed up. Yeah, they showed up. They, you, know, they, you assume it's a mother and son. It may not be. You know, so it's kind of... The brother died, right? Yeah, everybody yeah. died yeah. except for the explosives guy, the mother and son. So, i say it was interesting. I just, I think it could use a little bit more... And if you read the end part where he kind of explains... Yeah, I read that. ...what the sins of the Salton Sea is all about. Yeah. It's basically this town was built from... Uh, a fake lake and then it got polluted and the town went desolate and it was like a ghost town and he's kind of like writing the story around that yeah kind of well and, and it's it's actually it's a real place yeah um it didn't get polluted there was no outlet for the water so it just kind of naturally occurred yeah but yeah um i read batman uh, batman it was better but it was weird. Yeah. Is he so, ba- is he back from Never Neverland? He, yeah, yeah. He's, 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 he's back back from Mr. Skullhead Jim Gordon Land. Um, Zer on whatever the hell um, is still in his mind, and he's supposed to be locked away. Um, but but Batman's just fine, but Bruce is losing his shit. Um, and yeah, everybody's checking on him. He's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. What happened in Gotham? I'm fine. And, and clearly he's not. So, you know, you get to the end, and someone had intentionally tripped the alarm at, at Wayne Manor. And uh, it's, it's basically the whole Bat family is there, and they're making pancakes, and, um, you know, they're, they're going to sit down and have a family meal. And, like, 
you flip to the last page and, and, you know, everything's on fire in Bruce's mind. Like, you know, things are just going to go to hell from here. So, granted, it's better, it's a better issue than what they had written. Well, they also have a, they have a storyline with Selena because he's all messed up because, you know, he fell for the Selena in the other universe and... But that didn't amount And she, to... she left, she, because uh, I guess she's supposed to be in prison? She, yeah, she escaped from prison. She let loose that uh, the penguin isn't actually dead. He just wanted out of the life. Yeah, because she was dealing with the kids in the at the iceberg lounge, and they, the, the son was kind of handed it to him a little bit. Yeah. Well, I mean, granted, he did just go through multiversal. Is he still missing his hand? Yep. Yeah. But he won't let, he does, nobody knows about it. So yeah, they actually asked him why, gloves at the table, and he said, I injured my hand. So it's like a Luke Skywalker hand? I, I, I would assume. Okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm afraid the Batcave will be quite operational. <laughs> anyway, it, it was all right. Uh, and the last one I read was Maleficent number two. Did you read it, Dave? I did read it. It's okay. It was it was not great. Um, the brother of the kid from the first book comes looking for him, and again, you know, Malfison's kind of like, "Hey, what's up?" And the kid's just kind of arrogant about the whole thing. Oh, my brother would never do that. Well, no, your brother did do that. Um, so. Uh, she sent like a, a giant snake creature after him and, and he took off. It, it, it's, I like I liked how it built. I I don't know what was unsure what to make of that first issue, but I like how it built on that first issue. Yeah. With the kids with the kids' brother and it looks like it's going somewhere to me. Yeah, but so like with the scar book, you can see where that's headed. Yeah. Like, I understand where this takes place and what has to happen here. It's kind of, you know, it's more of his backstory. They, they did two movies on Maleficent. And, and then this, and, and I'm not sure, like, I don't know if this builds on anything. It's yeah. Kinda, it's I'm there. Just, it's just, a story, it's fine, yeah. but I don't know that... It, it's nothing to write home about. I wouldn't. Yeah. Just personally, I'm not as familiar with Maleficent. No, I'm as, not either. As Scar, which I love The Lion King. That's probably my favorite anime, Disney animated. But Mine too. I'm a big fan of Robin Hood myself. Oh, I love Robin. I love Robin Hood too. Oodalali. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because when I can't tell someone to go F themselves, I can always go Oodalali. <laughs> Anyway, that's what I read. That's what you read. Okay, Kyle, couple more. Dark Knights of Steel. Yeah, been gone that. forever. But I thought that had wrapped up. No, oh, one more um, issue. Yeah, came back, um, and it has everybody trying to join forces against the Martians. And uh, in the last issue, it turned out Alfred was actually John Jones. Um, and it's the White Martians are the bad ones, and uh, Bruce basically tells him. It doesn't matter. You know, I trusted you, you know, 
you misled us, but you did it to protect us. Um, so everybody's joining forces against uh, the Martians and... Um, uh, what's her name? Holly. Amanda Waller is trying to convince um, them not to, and then it turns out she's got a side deal with the white Martians. And that she's is she helping in like every book right now? She is. I was talking to somebody about that. Yeah, she is in every book right now. Because she's in Peacemaker, she's in Titans, she's in um, something else. She was in Green um, Arrow, wasn't she? Maybe. I know. think she showed up. I don't know if she's Yeah, but it's just okay. a, a little goes a long way. And when she's the bad guy in every book, it's a little much. We also got Brucey released some of the super people that they right keep that in they the... to help them fight. Yeah, because he realized he shouldn't be doing that because he has powers now. Yeah, so, um, so it's okay. Yeah, uh, Steelworks number one. I really don't remember a whole lot about it. Um, my one note I wrote next to it was info dump, and there was way too much tar- talking between Steel and Natasha Irons and it just the whole thing was just talking 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 mm. and then she makes a comment later like I always liked that tie and I was flipping back I'm like I don't remember anybody mentioning a tie so that was very weird um and then they introduce some guy who I guess is going to be the bad guy but uh I don't I don't remember Don't want you getting your books out Um because no refunds. Well, I, can put I don't want you to hurt. Hey, now I don't want you to hurt your book. Uh, Daredevil twelve. Oh, oh, oh god, that. just make this end. This Isn't is it just, ending though? Oh, yeah, how many more issues? I guess two more now. Did they do? Did they announce the next creative? I know they. Yeah, they the have. I don't remember who it is, but they did announce a new creative team. But it's Daredevil goes to this gate of to hell. And um, Blind Spot, his former sidekick from Charles Soule's run, oh, is is man. waiting there, and and he's supposed not ten fingers. No, he's supposed to stay there <laughs> to keep the keep the beast book. from getting out. Yeah, and Daredevil's like, you know, you shouldn't have to do this. Go back, enjoy your life. I'll take over this. And basically, if you die near this gate to hell. No matter if you had a good life or a bad life, you'll go to hell. And so he's ready to kill himself. And Electra shows up and says, not so fast. And then they fight. And he, there was some neat art where it imitated all the art styles along the way. So it had the Miller and them fighting and then him in the black costume fighting and stuff like that. And eventually he kills himself using her arm. Who kills himself? Daredevil. Because if he dies, he goes to hell, and then he can fight the beast that's the leader of the hand. Yeah. So eventually, he stabs himself with her sigh, and it ends up with him down in hell, going ready to be God's Avenger. Is, it, is hell Brooklyn, or no? It's oh, just really hell? Okay. it's yeah. It just yeah. It's uh, not the kitchen. It's not the kitchen. Just end this. Because like she, after he's wounded, she takes off his mask and is like, "What did you do?" Because he has you know the holes where his eyes yeah. were, and yeah. it's just. I was like, what? I wasn't using them so, anyway. And it was interesting talking with somebody else. Like, oh, so he gouged out his eyes. Batman cut off his hand. It's like, so Chip is all about body mutilation, which is cool. Yeah. Likes getting the heroes having body problems. So. Makes me wait, what are you going to do to Robin? 
Yeah, I just want this to end. It just hasn't been fun or entertaining or <laughs> so anything. So we do writers on Daredevil, Fantastic Four. Spider-Man. Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> okay. And then the last one I read was uh, Hairball, which is a Matt Kent book um, about this uh, girl has this cat that just, she's adopted and this little cat just kind of wanders into the house and she kind of adopts into her friend. And it causes all these problems, makes dad have a stroke. Um, mom gets mad at dad, and then all of a sudden the house catches fire. So all this bad stuff's going on. And so they send her to live with her aunt, and she realizes the cat is the cause of all this problem. So she traps or she traps the cat in a barn and burns it down, but it doesn't work. And she's like, she realizes the cat is not normal it's supernatural so she has to use supernatural means she has always kept her teeth when they fell out so she somehow put wraps them around a knife and attacks the cat and just shreds it cuts the cat all up and uh, you know finally feels she's free of it she goes back home her dad's getting better they've mended their relationship and then she sees the cat again and she closes the door and then she realizes that the cat is actually part of an Egyptian god and that it was actually sent there to protect her and by causing all this harm it has actually healed the family. So the next issue she's going to go to Egypt to look for the cat because her aunt had the cat chipped and so now she's tracking down the cat. A little weird but interesting. So that's all I read. I wish I got read four for next time, because um, it was the I had the last copy of books I was selling out of, and I'm like, ooh, I better read this and get it back on the shelf. But but Kyle, why don't you tell us what's coming out next? What's week? coming out next? Where's Mike? Oh man, I'm here. No, we'll start. We'll start with some. We'll come. We'll we'll come back around to this. Oh, here I am. Nope, too late. Uh, Marvel is giving us Mike. I know you're going to be very excited about this. Avengers two. Uh, we have a new Godzilla book from IDW called Here There Be Dragons. A new Incredible Hulk number one. Uh, Scarlet Witch Annual is starting off the... Uh, well, it's because Donny Cates quit, so they have to restart it. Uh, Scarlet Witch Annual, which is starting that uh, event, Contest of Chaos, with Agatha Harkness. We have uh, Star Wars The Mandalorian Season 2 number one. And... Ultimate Invasion, the Hickman Big Oh, Bowl that's starting tomorrow. Is, is next week. Wow, there's no. Uh, Are there PowerPoint for that, presentations huh? inside? Uh, probably. Yeah, yeah, because probably all the. It's gonna be back so matter. thick. Um, from Diamond, we're getting uh, Blacksmith Key to His Heart. That's a new. Um, I think it's a Hoy. Is doing that one. Uh, new Bone Orchard Tenement. This is uh, Jeff Lemire. Oh yeah. Uh, we have the Chilling Adventure of Camp Pickens. The summer camp in Archie in, in uh, Riverdale. Uh, Saga 65 is coming. Tales of Suspense, which is an Ashley Wood book. And Victory, which is a, uh, a new... She was Vampirella's lover, and now she gets her own book. And we also have Wild's End is returning. That's a boom book about uh, animals. I don't know. I, I didn't read it. I'm sorry. 
Uh, from DC, we're getting Batgirls 19. That's why I wanted you to know what's coming. This last I know. Issue. I want to make sure Michael you know. Michael Jordan is getting canceled. No, I do now. But now you got uh, you got uh, Birds of Prey to to read. Yeah, and apparently they're just putting everybody in the book. <laughs> Uh, we have Batman Superman World's Finest, number 16. Uh, Batman White Knight presents uh, Generation Joker, number 2. Nightwing, 105. Uh, Superboy Man of Tomorrow, 3. Superman, number 5. Titans, number 2. Vigil, number 2. And Wonder Woman, 800. So that's what's coming next Is week. Tom King doing... I think he might be doing a story. I'm not 100% okay. sure who's doing that one. But he's doing the new Wonder Woman series. Okay. I think it's probably going to be like a thing with the Flash. They're probably yeah. going to have multiple to kick off. Gotcha. creators. And... Yeah, so there will be no podcast next week because I will be out of the country. Where am I going to go? I, you can come here. Yeah, I missed this. You can, what, you guys, I, I, I missed this. What are you, what, what are you, you going to be You can at? come and hang out and sit and talk. I mean, I'll leave the recorder. <laughs> you can't. I don't listen, like that. I'll listen to it before I upload it. But um, Mike, don't ever smile again. That was weird. It was. That was a little <laughs> creepy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think he trusts us. No, but, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. But that just means he's been paying attention. Yeah. All right. We won't swear that much. Okay. But uh, well, we I have say a, a lot of vulgar things without using profanity. That is true. Yeah. We're going to a wedding down in Florida, and then after the wedding, we're going on a cruise. So. I will not be here. I will actually be completely out of touch because we're not paying for Wi-Fi on the boat. I say, how many crime novels? You have to, you have to pay you. for Wi-Fi on yeah. the boat. Seventeen dollars a person a day. A person? Yeah. Just look for somebody's open Wi-Fi. Yeah. So that just seemed a little much. So I, I feel and it's going to be a little weird not checking my email. Um, one side note to that is. Um, the order's not due till next week, but since I will be out of Wi-Fi and have no ability to get the order in. I do, I'm going to be finishing up the order on Friday. So please get any orders in. Not so much the comics, it's the other stuff. I have stuff. all my Night Terror orders. Yeah, okay. Like five of um, them? Those, I, those I, can, I can adjust. Um, so that's that's going on next week. So I apologize, but I'm going to be having fun. Oh, Marley. just So I don't uh, have to read? You don't have to, no. Don't Make notes so you can remember. Yeah, your pre- visuals. Okay. Yeah, your stack's gonna be. So. That's what we got. Um, next week, this week, uh, or starting Sunday, it's gonna be Spider-Man is gonna be the focus on double points for the rest of the month, and then Book Club is gonna be the thirtieth, and we're doing uh, Philadelphia. So serious question. Not trying to be a smart asshole. It's gonna come across that way. What are good Spider-Man trades? There's a lot of good ones. The Epic Collections. And okay. No, because I mean like... Like recent I know most stuff, stuff, not so much. Print, yeah. So. yeah. We'll find That's some stuff. That's going to be tough. Is we'll the McFarlane stuff. stuff still in print? I don't think so. No. I'm hoping they used to have a copy of that that uh, Deadly Neighborhood Spider-Man just came oh. out in, in trade, I think. Oh, I have to a look. Couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah, that recent series. Yeah, yeah. I was like, ooh, maybe that. I could get that if, okay. that's, if nobody else grabs so. it. So nobody else grab it. Yeah, that'll be starting Sunday. We we do the changes every other Sunday. So, um, but the website's pittsburghcomics.com. Um, Facebook is Pittsburgh Comics. Twitter and Instagram are PGH Comics. Spencer, since you're here, send us home. That's a podcast. We will talk at you in two weeks. Say yeah.